pretty similar to the other pay-per-views this year. I think it was, Forbidden Door was an unprecedented success in the biggest debut in AEW pay-per-view history. Uh, a lot of the buys were international, and the price point is obviously a little bit lower on international. I think this would be more total buys and a higher domestic percentage, so the revenue would be significantly higher than Forbidden Door. I'd expect it to be similar to Double or Nothing, um, but All Out last year was higher than Double or Nothing was last year. Double or Nothing this year was a high all time for Double or Nothing, obviously. I don't know if we'll quite hit that, but I do think uh, it's going to be uh, in that range. So, uh, very good, given the competition that we've never faced before. This is kind of an unprecedented marker, in my opinion. Still, the, the number is the number, and I have to face the competition out there. But when I compare myself to Jim Crockett promotions this weekend, I think I got a taste of the same medicine Jim Crockett promotions took. But I have a lot more fucking money than Jim Crockett did. And I'm not going to get, I'm serious, I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Tony, thank you for the time and a great show today. Thank you. And, you know, you look at, you see your biggest. Without a doubt, your biggest star, your biggest mainstream attraction, and he goes off the rails a little bit towards your EVPs, another one of your big, one of your big young stars, and you as the leader of the ship, how do you try the best to fuse the entire situation? That is a dicey situation, and it is uh, contentious, and uh, frankly challenging, but I have to do what's best for the sake of the company, and everybody you're talking about are great professional wrestlers with big reputations, people that... Uh, and some of them have been around from the beginning of the company. Some of them have been around uh, just for about a year now. But the fact is, these are people that drive revenue and they help create jobs for everyone. So I'm not going to, uh, you know, comment on uh, what you may have heard here. But the fact is, like I said earlier this week, it's no secret a lot of professional wrestlers don't like each other. But I think now it's probably more out in the open than it's been in a while. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing for the pro wrestling business, given what product that we produce is wrestling matches and it involves tension and people wanting to fight and people know there's a lot of people that want to fight each other around here now and, and I don't think that's terrible.
Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Word on Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Jerome Says Word. And I don't know how this happened, but... We are on episode three. It probably should be episode four of the Word Watch or Word Watch. And that's my bad. (laughs) I ran out of iPhone storage. Had a lot of screenshots, a lot of pictures, a lot of, you know, video, a lot of apps. At some point, if you're not deleting and you're not backing up, that iPhone storage is going to be full. I got like 17 minutes into yesterday's video. Hopefully you guys were still able to, you know, get something out of the audio for the pod. And through certain mishaps, somehow, this is episode 20 of Word on Wrestling. And I really don't know how we got here. There's a lot going on. We're we're, going to get some more information tonight. That's why I was kind of glad that I held off on immediately coming out with the information. Because I know that everybody's that's like bigger in the game, like it's it's their profession. They've been they've been working overtime since Sunday, maybe even since well maybe even since Punk came back, and you know they trying to get their views, they trying to get their revenue, they trying to get their subscribers. So every little piece of information that came out about from the moment Punk came back or even before Punk left to now, and I just want to get everything out. In one sitting. And yeah, man, it's, oh man, all expulsions wrestling. Uh, And it's like the original plan was for me to just go ahead and review the pay-per-view. But what would word on wrestling be without discussing some things so you heard you heard the you heard the intro you heard the intro and what i just did if you watched all out you know what i just did maxwell jacob friedman is back and no one is talking about it like let's 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 get let's get all the particulars out the way all Out ran on on Sunday night, which, as you heard, did not please Tony Khan that Worlds Collide ran Sunday afternoon and Clash at the Castle ran Saturday afternoon. But that's neither here nor there. He booked 15 matches. Four on the pre-show, 11 on the main card. 
and then he has an additional an additional match at the end of the night. And in between that, there was some promo cutting being done. You know, just to keep it just just to keep it wrestling. Okay. I'm not sure of the order because some of these matches I did not watch. Not because I didn't want to watch them, but because your boy was fatigued by the time All Out came about. I probably still would have fell asleep at some point during All Out, but I definitely would have remembered more and I definitely would have had time to go back and rewatch it to get all of the particulars and to get like true feelings about matches. So I really don't have much opinions about a lot of the matches, but I can definitely for sure tell you about the ones that I did watch. And really only one of them kind of like, really only one of them stuck out for me, which I mean, I figured that, I figured that 52 and our glory would do their thing, but I was not expecting what I got out of the acclaimed. So, you know, that was the match of the night, but you know, let's let's let let let's let's run through the particulars. Uh, not sure what the order was. Uh, I did have an order written down, but when I went for my pockets, when I went for my pockets, my my paper is probably somewhere over on my table. Um, but yeah, we had Sammy and Tay. They retained the Triple R Mixed Tag Team Championships uh, over Ortiz and, and Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho. Got dropped on her head. Um, I didn't see the full match. Uh, I tried to go back and watch Zero Hour late last night. Uh, but I did see that one clip. Now, the part of the match I did see, I did see Ortiz run Sammy over. Uh, which is like a trope in AEW. Um, hook. Hook beat. Hook beat, what, Angelo Parker, whatever, whatever, made him tap out or pass out in the red room or something like that. And then his mans, Matt Maynard, Mustard, whatever, uh, the 2.0 dudes, if you ever, ever rise, 2.0. That's the best way I can let you know who that, who those two guys are. Like, eh, they, they had their moments. They're, 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 they're pretty funny guys. Pretty funny guys. You know, you know, you know. You you want to taste? You, you want to taste? They probably would have worked out pretty good in Tony D'Angelo's family, honestly, all things considered. Um, but yeah, so my man's Action Bronson, who Ghostface was ready to, you know what I mean? So, I mean, you know, he came out, I guess, to make the save, and he's training now, I believe, and I guess he's going to be Hook's partner for a match against, you know, 2.0. All right, whatever. Pac beat Kip, Kip Sabian, and uh, like I've seen, I've seen it going around. I'm not sure who was the first person to say it, but they were talking about how Kip uh, spent like eight months or maybe even longer uh, with his head inside of a box, only to come back and lose on a pre-show. I guess the best part of this, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, like I said, I, I, I didn't see the match. 
uh, this match was going on while I was in the grocery store getting 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 uh, getting some groceries um, and some snacks so I could have for uh, when the main card started. So uh, Orange Cassidy came out. And Pac was like, nah, he wasn't having it. He's like, nah, man, I'm not defending this title against you, man. Get to the back of the line. Shout-outs to Pac, man. I mean, Orange Cassidy is entertaining, and, and, and I like their match at Revolution. Uh, What was that? Revolution 2019? Revolution 2020. Yeah, Revolution 2020. Because it was right before everything... It was right before the world changed. Um... And, you know, the double or nothing match for, you know, what what was that, last year, double or nothing? Double or nothing 2021? That was all right. That was all right. The, the triple threat. They were both in it against Kenny Omega. It, it was all right. Uh, and, then, and then Eddie, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston beat um, Tamahiro Ishii. Uh, so they're, they're one and one. They're one and one. Um... There's supposed to be a Forbidden Door event in Japan. I'm not sure if they're doing it this year or not, or if they're just going to take it take it to Japan next year. But I was pretty sure that was what the agreement was, even though they did. I mean, they probably would have announced it like that if that was the agreement. Um, have have Forbidden Door one in Chicago and have Forbidden Door two at the Tokyo Dome. And I guess I don't know. I guess at some point they'll have part three, but. Again, it was on the pre-show because Eddie Kingston was supposed to face Sammy Guevara. But obviously, certain things happen. And, you know, Eddie Pie face or punch Sammy Guevara, depending on who you get the information from. Um, he also, at some point during All Out or before All Out, like like sometime that weekend, he went on uh, Busted Open which they posted it. I'm not sure what they all included in that, but an article came out. So I guess they, I guess whoever was listening, they heard it and, and they put the article out. Like, like whoever's in, like whoever in um, wrestling media is in charge of getting quotes from podcasts or like specifically, specifically a podcast like, uh, like busted open radio, which is on Sirius XM radio. So, uh, he talking about who he don't like. He don't like CM Punk. He don't like Claudio Castagnoli. He don't like who was the other? It was, he don't like Chris Jericho. He don't like Brian Danielson. All right, kind of wild that you would pick a time like this to say that, or kind of wild that they would actually put this information out there, but. And I don't know what's going on with the neighbors, but the baby crying. Maybe they found out the AEW news. Um, let's see what are we looking at. We had, uh, yeah, I got I got about an hour, but I should be done way before that. Uh, the video will probably be up by the time Dynamite is over. Uh, but the audio, like I said, it'll be available instantly on calling, and then it trickles in on the other on on the other pod on on the podcast uh, feeds. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Uh, Apple, I typically I typically get that notification first, and then I usually get the Spotify notification. Google, 
I have no idea what Google Podcasts got going on because it takes a while for me to see anything. And I'll go refresh and I don't know, it's like maybe two episodes, three episodes behind, something like that. I have no idea what what the situation with that is. But yeah, man, I'm like, yo, I'd have been like, look, Eddie, I, I can't put this interview out after everything that happened. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so let's shift on over to uh, from zero hour. Let's get into the main. Let's get into the main card. Eleven matches. Eleven matches. We open up with the casino ladder match. Um, everybody enters. We waiting on the Joker. We waiting on the Joker. All these dudes dressed up pull up. Uh, the one dude goes up, gets the chip. People start on masking. We got Gun Club. We got uh, W. Morrissey. We got Lee Moriarty. We got Ethan Page. What is going on? Who is the Joker? Reveal yourself so we know who is wrestling the winner of tonight's main event at Grand Slam, most likely Grand Slam. For the AEW World Championship. And it's Stokely Hathaway. You wait, no way, no way. Stokely Hathaway won the the, the world title shot. But wait, there's more. Music hits. Music that you're not familiar with. And obviously I should have spotted it. But I didn't pick up the mannerisms. And I actually was on Twitter. Uh, a guy that I was actually in uh, e-wrestling fed with uh, back in the day. Uh, late 90s, early 2000s, I want to say. Um, Aaron. Aaron. Aaron the Relentless. Aaron, a.k.a. Aaron the, Rel- the Relentless. He pointed out the shoes. And I was like, nah, MJF shoes too pointy. This dude's shoes is kind of round. So he was like, yeah, he had to go with the utilities. And I'm still not thinking it's MJF. I mean, by now you already guessed it, but I'm not thinking nothing of it. So boom, we get the trios. He hands the chip to the guy. And, you know, the guy... They want him to take his mask off, but he doesn't. He fakes it, and he dips up out of there. So it's like, all right, maybe dude going to show up Wednesday in Buffalo. I'm asking Buffalo. That'd be dope. That'd be a dope way to start Dynamite or a dope way to end Dynamite. Still not thinking nothing of it. Trio's title match happens. The Elite beat the Dark Order and Adam Page. There's, like, miscommunication with Adam Page and Dark Order. Adam Page may hit, you know, he hits a dark, dark order member. It, you know, whatever, you know. Everybody knew the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega were gonna become the the the, the first uh, trios champions. And uh, excuse me, it probably uh, I got chicken waiting on me cooking. It, it finished in the air fryer before I started recording. Um, but yeah, uh, we're gonna have some news. We're gonna have some news tonight about that, about the first trios world champions. Uh, I'm not sure what the order was, but 
let's get through this. Let's see. Jay beat Athena. She retained the TBS title. That was that's three. Um, do, 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 do. Wardlow and FTR. They beat Jay Lethal in the Motor City Machine Guns. That's four. Satnam Singh and maybe Sanjay Dutt was out there. I don't remember. But I do remember Samoa Joe coming up out there. And, you know what I mean? Welcome back, Samoa Joe. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else happened? What else happened? What else happened? I'm trying to get certain things out the way. Um, which I wish I I wasn't getting the J match out the way, but yeah. I had to get that out the way. Uh I need to watch Jericho versus Danielson. Jericho beat Danielson. That uh, I don't like I said, this is out of order. Um but what I'm just counting off how many matches. So that's five. Uh what else did we have? What else did we have? Oh, yeah, let me, I, I, yeah. Darby, Miro, and Sting beat the House of Black. And coming into this, the stories came out. Malachi Black requested his release. Uh, he was stating mental health and how his character and creative and stuff like that was going. Um, then the news came out that everything got smoothed out and that he was going to stay with the company. But he did like an emotional goodbye. He took the pin. Darby pinned him in the last supper. Like that, you know, kind of not a roll up, but like a pinning combination. Um, and he bowed and blew a kiss to the crowd and everything like that from, from my understanding of, of the reports. Because I didn't quite, I saw the pin, but I didn't really, like, I don't know what, I, I had a lot of things going on. Um, so I didn't catch if they did have anything like him taking the bow and blowing kisses to the crowd on camera or nothing like that. But uh, a picture was circulating of ringside where he had the House of Black huddled up and it, and everybody was saying that it was emotional. Uh, since that time, it has been reported that he has been granted his release, a conditional release. And Tony Khan did want to, he tried to retain him. But I guess ultimately they came to a decision, put some conditions in place. So, you know, he's not going to be popping up on SmackDown two days from now or, or popping up on Raw or even like hitting up NXT or anything like that in, in any time in the near future. Uh, so definitely, you know, well wishes to, my, to, to, to Malachi Black. Uh, what's that? That that six matches. So we still got four matches. We got four matches in the main event. Let's see what other matches did they have. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Oh, I could talk about these because these is real quick. Will Hobbs, Powerhouse Hobbs, beat Ricky Starks. It was rather quick. Should it have been that quick? I don't know. I think they should have been given time to do their thing. I figured Hobbs would get the first one, 
but I didn't figure it. I didn't figure that he would get the first one like that, especially not on pay per view. Like they could have did that on on TV, but then again, they already did that with Moxley and Punk. Christian Cage beat Jungle Boy, and the only offense that Jungle Boy family got off was a slap to Christian's face when Christian made his entrance. Jungle Boy ain't getting no wins in this in this casa. Because he looking for Luchasaurus to come out of the face tunnel. He got his back turned. Luchasaurus come out the hill tunnel. Choke slam him into the pyro grate. Decimates this dude. Sends him through a table at ringside. Christian Cage worked everyone. Women's Interim World Championship. Four-way. And I really got to go get this chicken. I I got to speed up, I guess. Uh, Tony Storm is your new, well, yeah, new women's champ. Interim. Interim. But ain't no telling. Ain't no telling what's going to go on with that story. We we gonna get into it. We gonna get into it. Um, not sure how much we gonna get into because, like I said, I want to be in and out. I, I, I want eight o'clock to hit, and I and I want to be and I want to be watching Dynamite. Um, not necessarily for you know the fallout or nothing like that, but there's 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 three good matches that that were announced, and then there's some people that are gonna be speaking. Um, and then of course the announcement, but we we gonna we 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 gonna get to it. Um, but yeah, she pinned Jamie Hayter. You know, Britt Baker was also in the match. Britt Baker did break up a pin that Hayter had on somebody. So I thought they was gonna come to blows, but I don't really remember them coming to blows. Um, but yeah, Tony Storm pins Jamie Hayter. Britt Baker was in the match. Hikaru Shida was in the match. You know, you know, it is what it is. So now we got the tag title match. Now this match. Yo, I could say what I want. As much as I be like, yo, 52 on our glory, dudes did their thing. I ain't going to front, man, but they wasn't the stars of the show. They they, they, they did a good thing by recognizing recognizing the crowd, like what the crowd had going on, what the crowd saw. They fed off that energy because the crowd, everybody loves the acclaim, and so does Tony Khan. So they flipped Hill. Not really. They they it wasn't a heel turn, but they worked they they worked a, a more heel type a, a more heel a more heel type of match, but it wasn't like no heel turn or nothing like that. Um, because you know Keith Lee, you know he he tried to you know try to get try to get the pop with the scissors, and uh, Bowens Bowens you know gave him the, gave him the scissors or whatever, and you know, crowd won't feeling it. Swerve won't feel in it. Swerve got out the rain uh, when he seen that or whatever. So I don't know what the situation is there. He playing it up, but I'll, I'll I'll tell you why I don't think he was playing it up. I think he was like really pissed about how things played out. Um, and and uh, fifty two, fifty two is fifty two, man. Like like we should we we should yeah 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 y'all know what happened back in June. 
around what Juneteenth weekend, no less. Maybe even on Juneteenth. So, I mean, y'all know what it is. Y'all should y'all should already know what it is. I mean, I ain't gonna say the man can't wrestle because the man can wrestle. But at a certain point, you gotta check your you gotta check your you gotta check yourself in. You know what I mean? I mean, shoot, I know I had my, I probably still got it from time to time, where I'd be like, yo, I'm that dude. Like, the old me would be like, yo, why y'all listening to these other podcasts? Why you ain't listening to Word on Wrestling? Why you ain't listening to Wrestling Opinions, Real Discussions? Because that's what we have over here. And it's not just Wrestling Opinions, Real Discussions. It's wrestling opinions, real discussions, exclamation point. Name, name, name 18 other podcasts better than mine. And then y'all start naming them shits and I be like, I actually listen to a good, I actually listen to some of those. You know what? You're right. All right. My bad. Let me back off a little bit. And then I come back a few, I come back a few months later. Like, yo. My podcast should be the first podcast that pop up when y'all open y'all app. I don't know what Apple, Spotify, and Google doing. Shrug. Three times. And now we get to the main event. But it's not the main event. It's probably it's really the co-main event. Or is it even a co-main event? Because the main event is the main event. Some people say there, there can't be a co-main event. There could be other big matches, other important matches, but there's only one main event. No matter how you build the other matches. So was this really a main event? CM Punk won the belt back. He beat John Moxley. It's really nothing else to report on that. But your boy. He took the mask off. Put the scarf around his neck. And made his presence. In front. Of this crowd out here in Chicago. In CM Punk's town. MJF returned. And nobody's talking about it. So then we get to the media scrum. Wow, I actually made it here in a half hour. The end, like pretty much the end of the media scrum is what you heard at the intro of this podcast or at the beginning of this video. And that's something that stuck out with me and I feel like a lot of people aren't paying attention to what Tony Khan said. And I'm just like, given everything that took place, like, we don't really have to get into Punk's part too much because we already know how that all went down. Uh, talking about Colt sharing a, a bank account with his moms. A lot of people share bank accounts, bruh. So I ain't even going to hold you. I don't know if you was trying to use that as a dig. I mean, you could have said he was still living with his moms, even though there's adults that still live with they with they with their parents for one reason or another. 
Um, it is what it is, but I mean, you could have said he lived in his mama basement, like like jokes like that, or saying say a dig like that, a dig like that, like without knowing the circumstances, you could laugh at that. But yo, you share a bank account with your moms. I don't know, man. You brought that out there. You used you used the mom's government name. That was a little. I mean, now if she was doing something shady with the money that you was that that you were sending for cult for cult to pay his bills, and Mom Dukes was doing something shady, that's one thing. But if she just sharing an account with her son, cause I don't know, man. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't cash app Zelle, Venmo, PayPal. Sharing the sharing the bank account is the easiest way to to, to probably. You know, do do make money moves. Like, like say for example, it's like yo, I got my account connected, my my personal account connected to an account that I share with somebody. Or let's use mom for instance, since that's what he used. And and uh, I want to send my mom some money, or she want to send me some money. We share that account. I transfer some money from my personal account, throw it in a shared account. Hey, Ma, it's X amount of dollars in there for you. Blah, blah, blah. Or if she need to borrow a few dollars, I ain't got to scramble. All I got to do is make sure it's inside that shared account, she get the bread. If I need some couple of dollars, she, she do the same thing. So I don't know what the context of of you share a bank account with your mom was. And FYI, I do not share a bank account with my mom, but I know plenty of people that do. I shared a bank account with her when I was in high school and when I was in college. Because I'm working work study. When I first went to school, I ended up leaving. Things wasn't working out. I wasn't focused. I wasn't putting in that work that freshman year. So they told me I had to go. I come back, I think it was what? Let's see, 98, 99 was when I was first there. So I went back maybe five, six years after that. Cause I went in, I went in at eighteen. I dipped out at nineteen. I came back. Well, I no, never mind. I didn't turn nineteen yet. I left right before my nineteenth birthday. That's when spring semester ended, and finals and all that ended. So I was home for my nineteenth birthday. But I went in there. I went in there. My eight. I went in there not long after my, like a couple of months after my eighteenth birthday. Cause I went, I went to a summer summer program right after. I, I, I turned eighteen in May, graduated in June. The end of June, I was in the summer program, and that ran to like the end of July. The end of July or, or the middle of August, something like that. So I'm I'm, I'm still I'm still like kind of I'm still kind of fresh eighteen year old, and and then you know I, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. So I go back. Yeah, it was six years. Man, yeah, yeah, it was, I knew I wasn't tripping. I did the math in my head, but then when I said my ages, 
it kind of it kind of poor yeah because I went back in 04, 05. fall 04, spring 05. like I did try community college in between and community college just wasn't hitting for me it'll probably hit for me now because I don't need to be in that social environment but at 18 and at 24 I still felt like I needed that community and I needed to make it easy on myself to be able to get to and from class. Plus, I wanted to be back out the house, get my freedom back, reassert myself. I mean, I, I had freedom when I was back home, but, you know, it's not the freedom of coming and going. I could come and go as I please, but not to that. If I was wilding, I probably was going to have to hear about it. So, yeah. Um, when I needed money, because I was working part-time when I went back. That first time out freshman year, I was working work-study. And then the second, when I went back, it wasn't no work-study, so I had to go find me a part-time job or a full-time job just as long as I was still able to get my classes done. Because I, I, I mean, I, that was my that was my primary focus. So, yeah, man, I don't know what Punk was talking about there. Uh, he was just going off on everybody, man. We all we all, we all, all heard it. I'm pretty sure that because that's pretty much the majority of what everybody heard. Uh, so then from there, the tag champs come through. They be two in our glory fall through. They not really feeling the stuff that people were saying about, about, about a claim, uh, about calling the audible and putting the titles on a claim. Now, I agree with them. Yeah, you don't call an audible there because the bill wasn't there. The bill was not there for a title change. So, but the bill was there, like, as far as them being inside the match, it was like, yo, this is your opportunity to show us that you could potentially be the tag team champions in AEW. Like, you the brainchild of Tony Khan. Now, Max Caster has his own, like, he came in with his rapping ability or whatever like that, so... And then Tony Khan just was like, "Yo, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna have that on the show when you guys come, you know, for your entrance." And I feel like you guys would be a good fit together. And I always wanted to have a tag team called the Acclaim. So, you know, they they starting to rock, man. Like I don't know what it was. With I don't know if Billy Gunn got anything to do with it, because I think they seem to be. Getting better under the two, and I mean, and, you know, you know, they can go in the ring. I mean, the Gun Club kind of could go in the ring too. But you know, what I'm saying, I think Acclaimed is they 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 just feel more, you know, despite the controversies that that Max you know had earlier, and like all the BS that that Bowens had to put up with 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 some of the fans being homophobic. Um, but we we we're not gonna venture. Into, into those topics today because uh, we just I just want to commend those four brothers no matter how I feel about how you feel about a list and any and any other comments that were made in, in regards to how certain certain opinions that 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 the four that that that, that the four of them have uh, in particular the the in, in particular like caster in regards to you know what I'm saying in regards to his biracialness, I mean, I listened to his 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 song on uh, the mixtape, which I'll, I'll get into that. But 
I see Cast in a different light after after listening to his song on on the AEW mixtape that's never been really uh, promoted, uh, and it's supposed to be for a good cause too, because like it's like for the for the Boosie Collin like that his family's uh, foundation, because uh, there, there's a there's a track in there where where Miss uh, um, Collins uh, I, her first name just 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 left me. Um, I didn't understand why it was placed where it was placed, but I guess it was there because if you put it at the end, people probably would stop listening to the CD or stop listening to the stream once all the songs was done. So I guess, I mean, people probably would still skip it, but um, if you just put it on and and pay it no mind, like her message comes on at some, like, like at some point. But yeah, man, so... Uh, well, I talked about the main event before I talked about the tag match. Okay, well, I told y'all I wasn't going to be in order. <laughs> oh, man, but yeah, man, like, Tony Khan already setting it up for Grand Slam. And Keith Lee and Swerve is like, yo, hold up, hold up. They don't deserve a shot. They just lost. They got to go to the back of the line. Well, dog, in three weeks, in three weeks, a claim can get back to that. They, I mean, come on, dog. It ain't that difficult. FTR is busy. The Bucks is busy. They, I think they was one and two. At the time, a claim was number three. Um, uh, Uno and, and Ten are both hurt. I know. I think one is like legit hurt, and then one was like fake hurt. So hangman. So I hate calling him hangman. So Adam Page. Can 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 be the can be the third in that in that match, and you know the the two dudes that he's closest to in Dark Order, at least from what I've seen visually, is Alex Reynolds and John Silver. So yeah, so they bounce. Like Swerve Swerve was really on one. Like he won't, he won't feeling that at all. He was cutting Tony off. The only thing he ain't say was Tony cut the shit. I kind of was like just now thought about it. Like that's that's the levels, not and not playful. It was it didn't feel playful. It didn't feel like he was trying to be a character at that point. And and Keith Lee, he was saying, you know, he don't care about social media and stuff like that. And I feel him. Some people don't rock with social media. And he was like, yeah, uh, and then Swerve was like, yeah, I'll show him all the bullshit that y'all be saying. And it's just like, yo, really, my guy? I like the match. I like the match. I liked a lot of the the podcast that you went on and got interviewed on, and you told your story, and I'm like, yo, man, yo, he grinded to get what he got. But I guess he felt like he he on a certain level now where it's just like, all right, I'm here now. Bet. Give me mines. And it's like, dog, you still got work to do. You still got work to put in. You still got work to put in, man. Now, I imagine you'd probably be higher on the list if 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 they put you on the list next year. But you got to wait. Talking about 
you and Keith Lee should be on some buses. I mean, y'all are the tag team champions, so from that regard, yeah. But dog, you ain't y'all ain't beat nobody. Y'all ain't beat nobody. A claim was on y'all ass last night. Who else y'all beat? I don't. Yeah, wait. Yeah, y'all, you, you beat you beat Starks and Hobbs. Starks and Hobbs ain't getting the shine that they should be getting. They not getting the shine that they should be getting. And they felt more like a faction than a tag team. Keep it, keep, keep, keep it a hundred. Keep it a hundy with you. That didn't even sound right. I don't even know why Athena said that shit. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, man, let's let's get it, man. We already we had seven. It's almost seven thirty. Uh, so I mean, I ain't got much longer to go. I ain't got much longer to go because, all right, boom, Tony Storm. I felt a shift. I felt a shift. I felt a shift. Everybody say she ran away because she ran away from WWE because she got hit in the face with a pie. But if I recall, she also hit Charlotte in the face with a pie. She had a dope match against Charlotte for the for the for the title. You just didn't win it. But for whatever reason, I mean, nobody said any other any any anything else about it. WWE surprisingly was. They ain't, they ain't, they ain't talk about you like how they talked about Sasha and Naomi. So that just tells me how much more that they cared about Sasha and Naomi. And I'm gonna just leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? Cause they, the Tony Storm was kind of, it was kind of quiet as to like, yo, oh word, you, you just gonna fly home? You ain't gonna come? All right. Oh word, that's what you, you want to leave? All right. All right. All right. All right, just just keep it, just keep it down, and you know, you know, ninety days or whatever, you know, if you want to go down there, you want to go hang out with Tony Khan and do your Tony 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 with Tony Storm, Tony Khan, and Tony Shavani. But it, it kind of don't work because the two God Tonys have wise. Um. Anyway, but yeah, man, she said, yo. She said, she said, Thunder Rosa says she hurt. So when Thunder Rosa says she not hurt, I'm going to beat her ass. She kind of, she trying to be female, female Moxley, woman Moxley, excuse me, woman Moxley. You know what I'm saying? Like, she don't like being, because that's, that was like one of the questions that was asked about her. Like, yeah, we just had an interim champion and he ain't like the I word. How do you feel about it? And then somebody asked her about Thunderstorm, and she was like, yeah, I, I didn't come here to make friends, whatever, whatever. I mean, we cool. I'll, you know, salute you or whatever, but, but I'm going to beat your ass. Like, it was like, oh, word. So then it takes a while. Tony's just sitting there. We don't know who's supposed to be coming. And then I think he reveals that it's going to be Chris Jericho and he gets on his phone and texts, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, he's like, yeah, Chris is big, Chris, Chris out here big leaguing us, whatever, whatever. So, you know, I ain't thinking nothing of it. I ain't thinking nothing of it. So, you know, Chris, you know, Jericho being Jericho, you know, he speak his piece. 
you say Vince McMahon wouldn't put up with a lot of, you know, what's going on in AEW right now. And I don't know how Tony's just sitting there. Like, I'd have been like, yo, bro, what the f- How are you bringing that up? So, everything ends. And then... Jericho, which I don't appreciate you guys using the, the, the George W. Bush 9-11 picture for this as a meme. That don't that don't really it ain't hitting the way y'all think it's hitting. But Jericho tells Tony like Yeah man, I think so, you know. When you done, when you done, yeah. Jericho walks off. Apparently, there's footage that during the tag champs, when uh, Swerve, when uh, Swerve and Lee were there, there's an angle, and apparently a security guard rushes out out the room or whatever. Um, but obviously, if you're looking at it on the YouTube feed, it's focused in on whoever's at the table. Uh, so. Yeah, Tony Khan says what he says. Um, like I said, a lot of people like the they 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 did the uh, probably the clip. I think like when he was pissed off, like saying like about the the competition and you know he was the third show that ran that weekend when t- like Labor Day weekend was supposed to be the only show, the one show, whatever, whatever. And then he says what he says towards the end, uh, like it was like at the uh, hour and 24 minutes and some change in and the the, the scrum on AEW's YouTube channel goes for an hour, 28 minutes and 12 seconds. So I I stopped it at an hour, 24 minutes and 45 seconds. Uh, And then we get the news, man. Then we get the news. All right, 7.30, 7.30. I'm almost done. We get the news, man. Um, super kick party and bullshit. Kenny Omega and the Bucks. Because cause Punk said, yo, if you got a problem with me, come find me. I'm going to be out here. I'm going to be out here. I'm out here in these, in, these, in, these, in, these, in these Chi-Town streets. Or more specifically, inside this arena. So, yeah, they 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 pulled up. They pulled up, surprisingly. No Adam Page. Adam Page had already dipped. Running from the grind, Adam Page. You're running from the grind. You ain't going to help your boys out. You left. You left, but y'all was in the same match. Y'all was in the same match, dog. Like, I don't know. You had a family emergency? I get it. Got to get home, you know. Can't leave the wife. Can't leave, can't leave the wife or the girlfriend or the, or the baby mama. I don't want to disrespect you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's, I'm guessing she your wife, um, even though a, a, a girlfriend or a baby mama wouldn't be disrespectful, or, like whatever. But yeah, if she, she I, 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 I believe they said, I believe they said he married, so I think that's his wife. Um, yeah, so I mean, you want to help relieve her of you know baby duties and stuff like that. So you know, it's like your fam. As soon as this match done, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm on the plane, and I'm, I'm get on my horse, and I'm going. Got to get back to the, got to get back to the wife and kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, but dog, you left your man's. You know your man's can't fight, dog. If you know your man's can't fight, 
You don't lead a spot where the ops is, dog. If I'm in the club with my mans and them, if it's a dude in my crew that don't fight, because I wouldn't be in a crew with a dude that can't fight that's going to try to start a fight. So maybe that's the difference. Because if I got um, if I got somebody, I mean, because he, cause, I mean, shoot, anybody I've been with, they rode for me, even if I determined that they couldn't fight. Because maybe I fought them. <laughs> uh, oh, I seen them in a fight. You know, let, you know, dude, I mean, dude, shoot the fair one, man. Shoot the fair one. And your man's, you know, you kind of stop it before things get, before things get crazy. And then if, you know, the opposition want to, want to escalate things, then you jump in. But pretty much what we used to do, it's like, yo, as long as y'all keep it one-on-one and my man's ain't getting his ass whooped badly, like if you catch him, you catch him. He catch you, he catch you. Now, if things start going sideways, I ain't gonna let my man get I ain't gonna let my man get beat to death. I'ma go and get my man's up out of there. Or I'ma step in and take his place on the fair, on, on, on the fair one. But if y'all trying to if y'all trying to get if y'all trying to play a numbers game, oh whoa, we could play a numbers game. And that's what they tried to do. So why do you think why what come on man? And then people talking, getting the rabies and this and fam, man, yo. If Ace had to bite, dude, Ace Ace had a reason to bite, dude. Like, come on, man. If Ace had the reason reason enough to throw a chair, hey, yeah. I tripped the dude. I tripped one of my classmates over a chair. They was passing my glasses around around the classroom, dog. And they thought I was going to stand for that. I was going all around the class trying to find out who had them joints. And then one dude tried to buck up. Me and him fighting at the desk. You know what I'm saying? Neither one of us really getting an advantage. I look down. I see the chair. I see the chair pulled out from from from, from the desk. Bet. Boom. I got my glasses back. But yeah, man, apparently, apparently uh, CM Punk snuffed one of the bucks. The other buck got a chair up upside his head and and, and, and was, you know, he, he would have lost a last man standing match. Kenny Omega getting his head pulled, get bit. Know what I'm saying? He said, yo, his wife was in the room with the dog. His wife was in the room with Larry, watching Larry, watching CM Punk dog. He said he was, he, he was, you know, he was fearing for his wife's safety. Man's lost it. He lost it. And then apparently they said other people was also involved. Uh, they, they, most of what they saying is that they was trying to break it up. Uh, Christopher Daniels, Brandon Cutler, Michael Nakazawa, Pat Buck. I'm 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 blanking if I'm if I, if I think that might be everybody. I think that might be everybody, along with A. Still, CM Punk, Kenny Omega, and then Matt and Nick Jackson. 
So it's like, yo, apparently Omega, both the Bucks, well, all three Bucks, uh, but Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Pat Buck, Michael Nakazawa, and Brandon Cutler, and Christopher Daniels all got suspended. And then apparently CM Punk and A. Steele are suspended and or getting fired. Now they saying CM Punk got injured during the fight. Reports have since surfaced that is not true. I think it was I think they said I think it was his bicep, if I'm not mistaken, is the is 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 the area that everybody's saying where he got injured. He got injured apparently on a dive inside the match. He did a dive at some point in the in the match against Moxley. And I don't know, he maybe he tore his bicep. Something happened with his bicep. Um I wasn't really paying it no mind because I was looking at what he was drinking and eating, like like at the, he was uh at at the scrum. He was eating like a muffin, drinking like seltzer water or whatever it was. I'm surprised it wasn't Pepsi. <laughs> um but I mean it wasn't. I don't think it was White Claw or nothing like that. But he did leave. He did leave Tony Khan with a couple of, with a couple of cans because Tony Khan asked could he get one or something. And I think he left him with like two or three. Um, and then he gathers up like his stuff for the most part and, and, and dipped out. Um, but yeah, man. Like so, that's the word, man. And apparently, CM Punk met with um, met with Tony Khan yesterday. And then I think, I guess they had a, they said something about them having a Zoom meeting uh, today. I don't know if it was Punk and and Khan or if it was like whoever's in charge besides Khan in AEW, I guess apparently had a Zoom meeting today. Um, So apparently Punk needs to have surgery. And uh, they saying, people were saying that Police was involved, and it's a legal matter, and all this, that, and the third. The police came out and made a statement and said, yo, we don't have any police reports, and we don't have anything saying that our assistance was required for an alleged altercation that happened backstage inside the arena at the the All Out event, AEW All Out. The only response that we made to that arena that night was a, a family issue inside the audience. So that was the police. But there is a third party that is investigating the situation. So I'm not sure if it's an ongoing investigation or if they concluded the investigation. Like, I, I'm guessing the investigation is ongoing, and then this is just Tony Khan and whoever else in AEW coming to certain decisions about certain people. Like so, I don't know what everybody's involvement was outside of the outside of the five, outside of you know Omega, the Bucks, A. Steel, and CM Punk. As far as the the information that hit the internet, um, but yeah, man, uh, that's what I meant to say during the Thunder Rosa part with Tony Storm saying what she said. Apparently now Thunder Rosa has requested her release as well. So Tony might not be interim for much longer. But 
I just want to focus on the wrestling, hopefully tonight, besides getting information, getting more information uh, in regards to what's going down. Uh, let's see, what's, what's supposed to even happen tonight? Um, I don't even know if I'm going to make it to the mixtape review. I guess I'll save that for, uh, I might have to save that for uh, for the next episode. And hopefully that'll just be centered around whatever happens tonight between 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. Uh, we got Daniel Garcia in his hometown wrestling for the ROH per title against ROH per champion Willa Yuta. And interestingly enough, after the ROH death before the sign of pay-per-view, Daniel Garcia, he pulled up to the scrum and said his piece when Tony Khan was sitting up there with Claudio Castagnoli and Willa Yuta. And, you know what I'm saying? He said his piece, and then he bounced. We didn't hear nothing about no fisticuffs. So, yeah, my man coming off the fourth rope tonight, he got to. I feel like he got to. He got to put on for West Side Gun and them. He got to put on for Blade and for, 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 for Butcher Blade and Bunny. He got to put on for Scott Norwood, man. He got to put on for Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. You got to do it. You got to put on for the Sabres. Got to put on for the Buffalo Mets, my G. You a wrestler. You a wrestler, dog. I like Willa Uta, but Daniel Garcia ROH per champion has a nice ring to it. Tony Storm wrestling in a, in a, in, a, in a woman's title eliminator against Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford was one of the names that she did say that she wanted to wrestle. She said Jamie Hayter, Penelope. Penelope Ford, um, and I think she might have said Red Velvet, and then, no, Anna J. she said Anna J. Tony Khan said Red Velvet, even though right now she's injured, and Take Conti, and then towards, through the end, like, of her part, Serena Deeb's name finally came into the fold, and then Tony Storm said, "Yeah, that's the name that she was thinking about." But yeah, uh, Penelope Ford wins; she would get a AEW Women's Interim Championship title shot or a AEW Women's Championship title shot. So, and then the other match, best friends, you know, Trent, Chuck, and Orange Cassidy against Death Triangle. Phoenix, Penta, and Pop. Three matches. I imagine they're going to book some other matches on the show. But we also got MJF. MJF on the show speak for the first time since he told Tony Khan to fire him and called him a fucking mark. The funny part is that got bleeped out because he said Mark, not because he said fucking. <laughs> and then a guy that's not even supposed to be on the show. He was, he was supposed to be off. Supposed to be his off day. Tony said, I need you. 
Chris Jericho off his win off over Brian Danielson is going to address the AEW Galaxy. And then they said Moxley, who also wasn't supposed to be there, is going to be there. And then they hit us with the Tony Khan huge announcement. Even though they didn't say it like that, because normally they say huge announcement. But he tweeted out, and then they had the graphic. He's going to address the situation in regards to the AEW World Championship and the AEW Trios World Championships. This is supposed to be a big night for Daniel Garcia wrestling in front of his hometown, wrestling in front of Westside Gun. Boom, 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 boom. Griselda Records. Griselda, man. Hitler wears Hermes. The fly guy. And they better give him some recognition tonight. Giving all these other rappers recognition. I mean, I don't want to see nothing bad about Lil Scrappy. I seen he could go. But, dog, you don't have Lil Scrappy. I don't think Uzi was on camera. But you had Lil Scrappy. You had Jermaine Dupree. You had Kevin Gates. You had Lil Uzi Vert. You got Action Bronson about to be in a match. Like, bruh. Why not let them do the do, do the mixtape? Which the mixtape, it's a couple of joints on there. It's a couple of joints on there. I listened to it on the strength of Oh My God Graham from, from Public Enemies Podcast. He got some bars off, but I wasn't feeling that powerhouse track. The beat or the other, whoever else was on was on the joint. Like, you know, he came on, he got he got his bars off. I think if he was on a better beat, it would have it would have came across better though. Um, they I don't they tried to sell it as a CD, and I don't know why they did that and 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 delayed it going and delayed it going to streaming services. The promo behind it was was weak. The only people promoing that pro that pro that really pushed promo promoted the album was people that's on it that, that was people that was on the album definitely the three standouts i mean it's some other it's some other standouts but i, I i'm not familiar with the name because oh whoever son whoever sang anthony bowens whoever sang anthony bowens uh whoever sang anthony bowens song shorty whoever wrote the lyrics whoever produced that but like in terms of like i mean it was some bop it was some stuff that had some bops on it like the sunny kiss joint was a bop even though it wasn't it wasn't hip-hop i was i was my first knowledge of that this was happening was i thought everything was going to be rap and hip-hop but it's not so it's some stuff on there that kind of some 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 still hit with me and, and made me bop like i thought the jay cargill joint was gonna have me like but i mean i know she got she's of jamaican descent but even with that the 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 the, the vibe I, I vibe to some of that to, to, to some like reggae uh or caribbean music like like i still vibe to some of it but i wasn't vibing to her joint like 
Like, I don't know what it was. Whoever did hers. And then the Kerry Hogan joint, I feel like they needed a they needed a woman. They needed a woman rapper or a woman that raps. Cause I don't think I think I only heard I I, I think there's a there's a woman that raps on the Brandy joint. The Brandy Rose joint. That joint, that joint I right. That joint I right. Max Caster, I feel you, my dude. I feel you. Like I thought he was gonna be coming trying to spit some trying to trying to spit some bars. I mean he got some bars off. But his song ain't the type of song that I thought. I thought it was gonna be kind of like, like, like how he come out the acclaim. Yo, listen, like I thought it was gonna be one of those. Man, surprised me. He surprised me. Hopefully, he gets to spit some bars tonight. I know he was. I don't know if he, he you know, he put up the the joint of him. You know, it was like a gift, not a not a him, it was like the gift for the the black. I think it was a black woman. I think it's a I think it's a black woman, and she has the book. And you see her, she she kind of smiles and looks down at the book and you know, writes inside the book. He put that gift up. Um, but yeah, man, it's like it's like um what else? Oh, oh, the, the I already mentioned the Bowens track, but I'm like like a like a like legend, not allegedly, legend. The Mark Henry joint, the Scorpio Sky joint goes up, and I'm trying to think if it was the third one that really had me like, yo, I could I could replay this. Like I I got a whole thread on 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 uh, on Jerome says word, um, because the way I did it was like it was like it was like I could listen to twelve of the sixteen tracks. It's eighteen tracks, but it's an intro from Bootsy, and then, like, somewhere toward the middle, his wife, you know, talks about the situation with, with her family, a uh, family member passed, I think it was, like, a a, a, a a mouth infection or a tooth infection, something happened, and they had, they, they was, it was, they, it, they had the, it was, like, antibiotics and painkillers, but whoever it was in the family couldn't afford, couldn't afford the antibiotics, so they just got the painkillers. And they ended up passing away, so I believe the money is supposed to go to, to that to the foundation to um, make sure that it was. I think the way she explained it was to make sure that people are able to afford uh, to 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 afford them to, to afford their medication. So, like yeah, like I just wish more effort was put into this project. Like I get we was in a time like I don't know how far ahead a lot of the, the songs were recorded i don't know when when the plan when the plan went in the, when 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 things went into motion cuz if i was man if i'm in AEW music department i'm telling tony khan yo rent out a studio in jacksonville or buy a building so we can put a studio together we could build a studio um or rent 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 one out. That'll probably be that studio's biggest payday. Get them get them a decent amount of bread to block off however much time you need. Go ahead and get some hotel rooms for these people. I I wouldn't bring back everybody, but I would bring back some of these some of these talented musicians, rappers and singers, and and, and producers. Some of y'all might get a big head. I, 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 
pause because uh, y'all think I'm talking about y'all, but if if I already said what I said about 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 the tracks that I liked, you don't really want me to talk about the tracks that I thought was trash. You can find that on on my Twitter because I kind of needed to say what I had to say and keep it moving. Oh, top flight, the, the yeah that joint that joint cool that that joint that joint move. Knowledge joint is cool. You see process of elimination, right? Lee Moriarty's joint was cool. Ricky Stark's joint had a dope hook. Ricky Stark's joint had a dope hook. After the hook kind of lost me. The Anthony Agogo joint is 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 cool. I was kind of surprised by that. I thought we was gonna I thought a British rapper was was gonna handle that. But um I I, I think I think the rapper I think he's American, but I was like, damn! I I I seen the fish and chips. I saw the title, and I was thinking like, yo, I want to hit yo. British rapper is about to go. It's a British rapper about to go off, but I ain't hear no no accent. So I think dude is American. I was like, damn, yo! Like I wonder how it would have sounded with a British rapper. Uh, and like I said, the Kira Hogan, that joint need that joint needed a needed a woman needed a woman. Spitting them, spitting, spitting bars. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Is this one that I'm, 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 I'm? It's one that I'm definitely. Oh, the Red Velvet. It's the first song that comes on after the intro. That joint, like I said, I was bopping to the Sunny Kiss. Uh, yo, that's not my lane, but if you listen to the Beyonce album, if you like the Beyonce album. Cause some people try to say they don't like the Beyonce album, but if you like that, if you like that vibe of music, like I'm not putting Sunny Kiss on on the level of, of of Beyonce musically, cause obviously Sunny Kiss does have a day job. But if I'm listening, if I'm listening, I'm I'm, you know what I mean? Like if I just put it on, I'm not pressing skip on 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 on, on, on the Sunny Kiss joint. Um. Damn, am I missing anybody? That might be everybody. See, and it would have been dope if, if all this talent, if all this talent was, oh, yeah, so my bad is two of them. Process of elimination. Y'all probably know the two. Uh one is at the one is is it at the beginning? And it's a little, it might be more toward the it's probably toward the back end of the beginning. And then it's one. The other one is like right before you get the Scorpio Sky joint. I'm making this too obvious. My bad, y'all. Because it ain't got nothing to do with any type of wrestling ability or, or the person. Because one of them I don't bang with. And then the other one I kind of bang with. As far as like when I see them, when I see them wrestle. So... And like I wanted to like Ricky Stark's song. That joint came on fresh, fresh, no socks. I'm listening to the hook. I'm like, yo, this is fire. And then the verses hit. And I was like, damn. I wanted to like that one. Cause I was, oh, the Jay Lethal joint, Victory. No matter how I feel about Jay Lethal, whoever rapped Victory, yeah, that was cool. Like I need to hear more songs 
with the that's title victory though. Cause I mean, like right now I got it at number two, and I'm like, you y'all already know what number one is. Y'all know the y'all know y'all know the one. That's miles ahead of what this is, but for what it was, it's the second best victory song I ever heard in my life. But yeah, the the the, the outside of Graham on Powerhouse joint, and then it's the other two joints, and then obviously the J joint, cause like. The J joint fall in the same category as the Sunny joint, except the Sunny joint had me bopping my head. The J joint, like I said, I, I rocks with Caribbean music. Like it's not something that I play on the everyday, but when I hear it, if it's good, I'm gonna get that old classic New York head nod, that Brooklyn head nod. You know what I mean? I might do a nice little two step. Or if Shorty give me consent and she back it up on me and I catch her rhythms, I'm kind of going to hope that she give me consent to do some more. But <laughs> that's enough of that. That's enough of that. Let me, let me, let me relax. Speaking of women, I think uh, I didn't get the, a chance to read the article or listen to the pod, but they asked Willow, I think, about being a baddie. And I'm like, yo, that could work. Um, as long as, you know, the baddies turn face. And I think all of them could pull it off. But they also going to have to give Willow an all elite contract. They're going to have to give, um, they're going to have to give my girl Layla an all, a all elite contract. And then they got to give Kira an all elite contract. Like, you got to. You got to do that. Make that happen. But Willow as a heel, that would be interesting to see too. Alright, that's enough out of me. I'm gonna go ahead and uh and, and, and get dynamite queued up. I'm gonna eat this chicken. Go ahead and like, subscribe, and share. Um this pop up on your social on your on your on your uh on your podcast app of choice. Hopefully you like what you heard. Go ahead and get us a high rating. Thumbs up. Five stars. So go ahead and subscribe. That way you can get it in your feed every time. Once once it's uploaded. You can have it right there for you. And you ain't got to listen right away. Listen, listen at your leisure. This is Jerome Says Word. And this has been. Word is all elite. Episode 20 of Word on Wrestling. Wow, we actually made it to 20 episodes. And episode 3 of Word Watch. And I'm out. Peace. into specifically the elite and the contributions that they've had to your company as EVPs and helping you get the company off the ground there. And as you've brought in different attractions throughout, roles have shifted in, in some degree, one way or another. 
where do they currently stand within your regime here in AEW? Have their roles changed in any capacity as some of these things have unfolded? Uh, no, I think those guys have been key people in, in the planning and the organization of the shows and, and involved in the business from day one. And I think the business has grown and I've had to take on more. But I think those guys have taken on strong roles and you saw tonight what an amazing match they put together on screen and they have huge behind the scenes contributions in in terms of the business and um different aspects whether it's kenny and video gaming and and you know important revenue streams that we're driving and the young bucks and, and many things mentoring and uh the leadership they first triple crown champion in AEW history. I think it's really cool to have somebody who's been the world champion, a tag team champion, and now the first trios champion. And it's a very cool way for Kenny to come back. And I think Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks is one of the best acts in professional wrestling and behind the scenes, incredibly valuable people too. AJ, did you, AJ, do you have anything for me? Did you? I just want to let, I want to make sure you're off. You stayed late and you seem like you wanted to say something. That's it. AJ's awesome, and I want to make sure he gets it. Thank you, Leva. Um, I'm going to repeat it if the mic didn't hear it. Sure. Thanks. First off, great show tonight. And um, another thing that people didn't see tonight Shout was, out to AJ. was the debut of Larry running out into the arena before the show. What was the reaction from you and backstage to Larry running out on stage? Well, Larry uh, is a live wire, and that was a live moment for the live crowd, if there ever was one. Uh, I'm glad he didn't run out when there was wrestling going out there, and uh, but luckily CM Punk got control of the situation and wrangled him in there pretty quick. But Larry uh, got a taste of the live crowd. You know, I, I don't know. Larry likes... I this sounds so hilarious in, in, in hindsight. See that many people. He the fact that he man. ended this talking about the elite, Kenny Omega, Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, and CM Punk. He was in good spirits, Larry. Um, thanks, everybody. Hey, great time. Thanks, everyone, for coming. I always really appreciate it. And uh, thanks. And hopefully, I'll get to see some of you soon uh, at our next scrum. Thanks, everyone. Word out.